microwave pizza? <laughs> no, but I've seen it on like uh, cooking shows. It looks tasty. It's not bad. It's yeah. not bad because ultimately it's just clam chowder and bread, right? Which is already so good. <laughs> I don't need to tell you that of all people. <laughs> You're no doubter of the clam chowder. <laughs> and folks, as you know, we record an episode of the podcast after eating clam chowder every, every time. time. Yeah. Um, it's the best thing kind of... So, I mean, all these theater people like to talk about their vocal warm-ups, you yeah, know, yeah. freaking big black bugs blood and shit. But, uh, you know, the real... The real tenderizer of the larynx, for me, yeah. has always been a big old heaping bowl of clam chowder. <laughs> Just an inconveniently large bowl of clam chowder. You see, well, because In a bread bowl. Exactly. And because the thing is, if I don't have my bowl of chowder, then my voice is... It's going to be all hard. Mm-hmm. See, the chowder brings out the broth. The chowder, then I'm just yeah. like... And I'm just making smooth. Silky and smooth, Ooh. baby. And I'm saying things like, pass me that syrup, daddy-o. And like, you think I could say something like that? And sound that cool without a bowl of chowder yeah. in my system? Yeah, I really need a freaking big old bowl of chowder just sloshing around my bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Just freaking gumming up all my blood ways. Really? Because I, I want I want everything to just stop moving for a second. Yeah. So I can speak my mind. You know? Exactly. And you know, nothing... There's nothing like that... There's nothing like that thin film on a chowder when it's been out too long. Mm. That skin. And that's what you need to coat kind of the inside of your of your pat of your airways and your sinuses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so that you can really fucking broadcast. But you know? sometimes I all do. the radio all the radio greats have said. Have sung the praises. But he sometimes chowder. sometimes I take that top skin off, I fold it up, I put it in my pocket. I eat Save the soup. It for later. And then I eat that skin bit by bit while we're recording. Hell yeah, yep, yep, yep. And you find it later on, and it's like a little surprise. Yeah, a little surprise. And I munch down on that skin, and I'm like... Mm-hmm. Chowder skin. And I'm like, ooh, baby, give me that hot massage. Yeah, it really, uh, it really makes your mojo bubble up. Mm-hmm. My mojo has never been better. Um, new segment. FOMO or mojo? Okay. Or mojo. <laughs> okay. So, folks, this is our first three-pronged segment. Okay. So the options were FOMO. FOMO. Mojo. Mojo. Or more Mojo. Okay. Now, I will say this. Mm-hmm. FOMO is right out. Yeah, get FOMO out of there. You know, because that's a... Tr- yeah, you tried to trick me with that one. <laughs> Buddy, you tried I to slip that one in under the radar. I couldn't help it. Folks, you can't under tell, but I'm winking heavily. Mm-hmm. Now... Mojo and Morjo. Here's where things... Here's where I'm going to kind of game the system. Okay. You know? I'm going to pick Morjo. Okay. Because when I have Morjo, mm-hmm. I get my mojo. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, folks, don't it's talk to... It's kind of a two-for-one deal here. Don't talk to this guy until he's had his cup of coffee. Two birds with one stone. Two in the hand is one in the uh, bush. Yep. You know? And, uh, that's what they say. Yeah, I think that's what I would pick. <laughs> I guess for me, the only answer is mojo. Because I am all mojo. People on the street, they see me. And they, you know I mean? They say, hey, play that funky music, white boy. 
Did you say that all the time? And I'm like, you can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a ladies man, no time to talk. You know what I mean? Music, love. <laughs> You've been kicked around since you were born. But it's alright. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we can go the other way. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, new segment. With all right, all right, and... new segment. PGs uh, <laughs> or squeegees. <laughs> now you have to choose between two scenarios. Okay? Yeah. Um, you can only listen to the BGs for the rest of your life, okay. or your window washer for the rest. Of your life. It's actually crazy that you mentioned this because I have been thinking a lot about how much I want to be a window washer. Really? Yeah, because like uh, they go so high up on buildings. It's crazy. Like, have you ever just taken the time to just look at a window washer when he's on, like, a... Like, he's cleaning the top floor of, like, a 50-floor building? It's crazy. Because he's just up there squeegeeing away. Mm -hmm. And I'm down on the ground looking up at him like, Buddy, you don't belong up there. That's the sky. Mm -hmm. That's where the birds poop, mm -hmm. you know? Look, am I... Am I a fan of skyscrapers? Sure. I'll let them do their thing, you know? They don't bother you, you don't bother them. Yeah, I, I don't try to get in anyone's way. Yeah. But when you got a guy just, like, freaking scaling freaking Mount Everest to clean some rich guy's window, that's yeah. where you... That's where I draw the line. Yeah. You know, because I'm not... I'm not going to be greasing my elbow... On account of some uh, big wig executive mm. at a TV company, let's say, and getting my three cents while he's in his nice office, freaking living it up with champagne and caviar, freaking eating, eating, freaking eels heads and a jelly. Yeah, eating clam pizza <laughs> up in his ivory tower. Seriously, up in his freaking. <laughs> Space needle. No, thank you. You know, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna grovel mm. from fifty stories up. No. <laughs> not a, not a fucking chance. You know, you want to clean your windows? Get a freaking window. Uh, get get a freaking window wiper. Yeah, yeah. Get freaking wipers like on yeah. cars. There's a part of me that really starts to think: Why are we cleaning the windows so high up? Who sees that? No one. You know, no one's no one's walking by critiquing the cleanliness of a fifty-story. Yeah, room. nobody can see up there. And if you're living in the fiftieth-story room, then Wouldn't it's you like, like a little privacy when it gets all grimed up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I bet there's some hummingbirds. Yeah, little hummingbirds, griffins, trying to gargoyles, trying to catch a peek. Shh, don't even get me started on the freaking gargs. Now, I know it's not politically correct to call them that, okay? And I'm going to get a lot of flack for using that term. All our gargoyle listeners, very upset about it. But, I mean, I'm going to take a strong stance, because I think somebody has to, and say that all gargoyles are perverts. <laughs> you know, hey, we like to position ourselves as a progressive podcast, yeah. right? Um, sexists, we hate them. 
sexist. Hold on one second. Pause the podcast. If you're a sexist, pause the podcast. And really think about think about what you're doing here. Yeah, and don't pause it yet, just because I said pause it. First of right. all, don't be a fucking sheep. Yeah. Don't just do whatever I say. Mm-hmm. But do pause it in a second. But before you do, have a good think. Listen to my words. Go out on the street. And why don't you go hit yourself in the face a few times? Yeah, like, sexists can just fuck right off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I have no... Uh, gum in my pocket for a sexist. No, no. But gargoyles, you know, I'm gonna draw. I'm, I'm gonna draw a line in the sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gargoyle, name me one gargoyle that isn't a pervert. You know, they're perched up there on their yeah, on buddy, their pedestals. You, you can see me, and I'm literally racking my brain and cannot find it. My brain is being racked right now. Notre Dame of all places. Yeah. You know the. Gargoyles there, you know, you'd yep. think they'd be holy. No. No, no, no. They're peeking in the windows, trying to catch a little glimpse of the, of, uh, you know, old, old, uh, uh, Quasimodo in his mm-hmm. skivvies. Exactly. Okay, I, new segment. Okay, okay new segment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is because I didn't want, I didn't want to bring this up. Yeah. But I am worried about your health. Uh. Is this just a fit of coughing? Or am I going to have to get you fitted for a coffin? <laughs> Buddy, you're not going to like this, but it's both. I've been having fits of coughs, and the doctor told me that I only have three weeks to live. Mm-hmm. Now, I also have been trying to acquire a coffin. And I do not fit in the coffin. Mm. You're literally big boned. <laughs> I'm literally big boned. My bones are ten times the size they should be. Mm-hmm. Buddy, I mean, just look at these fingers. Yeah, yeah. Monsters. Yeah, it's like an andouille sausage. You got these big gumbo fingers. It's like you're filling up with sand. Yeah. So I, I've got an hourglass body. Mm-hmm. In more ways than one. Yeah. Yeah, the other day you pricked your finger on a thorn. I noticed sand start to pour out of it. Yeah, that's been another problem. (laughs) Is that I... My doctor says that my diet is too sand-based. Okay. Well, you've been eating so much clam chowder. Yeah. That just the little bit of sand that you get when you bite into that clam. Yeah. It's starting to build up. Buddy, and that just tells you how committed I am to the chowder. Because I'm not going to stop. And I'm not going to tell you to, you know, because... <laughs> Buddy, I wouldn't listen if you did. Okay, new segment. A death because of chowder or a life without char- chowder? What's worse? Mm. Buddy, I think when it comes down to it, you got to go someday, right? Exactly. And... Thank you. Thank you! Much. You're welcome. And you are welcome. And I would so much rather be taken out by something I loved, truly, yeah. mm-hmm. and something where Not I looked at terms. it. Yeah, and I said, you know what? I know the risks. Mm-hmm. You want to get Kevorkian by ch- by chowder? I want to go my own terms, because I want to look death right in the face, and I want to say, get in here. Yep. Come on in. Take a big old gulp. We'll mop it all up with the last bit of your bread bowl. Oh. And can I say, new segment? Please. 
bread bowl or bed roll? What would you rather sleep in? Okay, so this reminds me of the time my girlfriend walked out on me because I filled my jacuzzi with clam chowder. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I wanted to know what it was like from the other end. Because I've always eaten chowder, right? Mm -hmm. I've never lived a day in its shoes. No. You know? How many of us have, have? And I filled my jacuzzi up with it. Mm -hmm. I was standing nearby with a big spoon. Mm -hmm. I sidled on in. Yep. And of course my girlfriend didn't listen to any of this no. while I was saying it. No, she did she was just going on and on about the jacuzzi, how it's yeah. messing up the polyvinyl. Yeah. And that the jets are just gross now. Amir, can you I know? just say, can I just say, you were the tastiest clam chowder I've ever eaten. Thank you. You, you know, and it's refreshing for you to say that. Because in your stint as a food critic, mm -hmm. you were notoriously dishonest. <laughs> I remember you once took, I went to this restaurant with you. Yeah. We had the best bruschetta in the world. See. And you and I both knew it. Mm -hmm. We both knew it. But in the trades the next day, <laughs> in your column, yeah. you fucking tore in a new one. Buddy. Just because... Hey, that's business, Just baby. because the owner of the restaurant didn't let you into his country club last night. Okay, so this guy, I go to the country club. club. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we go to the country club. So I waltz on into the country club. <laughs> and I look around and I'm going, hey, chowder heads. Because mm -hmm. that's how I walk in anyway. Yeah, you know, it's to establish familiarity. People know me as the chowder guy. Big old chowder head. Big old chowder head. And I'm in this club and I'm going... Excuse me, I'm here. Yeah. Freaking big reviewer. I'm expecting them to be like, oh, oh, Keenan, come on, sit down. Please, sir. Uh, Please. Can I offer you a ceremonial bib? Yes. For you to uh, dig into your lobster. Exactly, exactly. And they didn't even, buddy, they didn't even bring me a lobster. Unbelievable. I had to ask the guy. And as I recall, he brought you a tiny little crayfish. He brought me a crayfish. And I said, where's my lobster? He said, sir, it's not in season. <laughs> and I said, did you know lobsters don't die? They're always <laughs> in season. And, you know, I, both you and I have been expelled from establishments for lobster-based disturbances in the past. Yeah. <sighs> Was so I once... <laughs> Pulled on the deck of a fishing trawler because I got caught in a lobster trap. Yeah! I was. <laughs> I was networking. <laughs> and then we get scooped up by this fishing trawler. And then they have the audacity to freaking yell at me for being caught in their lobster trap. Yeah. Was I kicked <laughs> out of the movie The Lobster starring Colin Farrell? Yeah. That was a bad movie. <laughs> was it because I was throwing Sour Patch Kids at the screen and hoping that Colin Farrell would eat them? Yeah. 
Did he eat them? No! New segment. Big Lobster mm -hmm. or Old Timey Lobster? Mm -hmm. 